Okay, Eric, would you rather have one arm that's five feet long or two legs that are each a foot long? Only one arm? Yeah, but it's five feet long. So I could have one normal-sized arm and then the other one's just abnormally long? No, 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 you, like, you only have one arm total. Oh, but it's five feet long? Yeah, so you can like reach anything. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, or have two legs that are only a foot long, so... Yeah, you have two little stumps. <laughs> two little stumps? I think I'd choose the one long-ass arm. Okay, well, Why? Cause I don't want to be walking. <laughs> Why would I want to be like, like Cotton Hill from King of the Hill, like like walking on two tiny ass stumps everywhere? Yeah, I feel like that way more impact your life day to day than <laughs> yeah. One long arm, you'd be really good at basketball, and like, could you'd have a gnarly ass throw in football with all that that <laughs> pendulum of an arm? <laughs> okay, roll the intro music. guys and we're back um thank you guys for tuning into the Corey show again um this week i've got my good old pal eric estrada with me eric how you doing good how, how are you dude i'm i'm chilling um you know summer's just come to an end you know after finally entering the fall season you know that means football pumpkin spice uggs etc all the good stuff all yeah. the good stuff um <laughs> but uh yeah how was um how would you say your summer went uh, my summer was pretty good. Uh, spent a lot of the time in the gym, you know, uh, didn't really have anything job wise lined up after graduation. I like had a few prospects, but nothing was set. So I just sp- decided to spend my time uh, just being productive. And the first thing that I did was basically, I knew that I had the LMU gym membership still active for a few months. So I know, and gyms are, like, surprisingly expensive once you don't no longer have it in, like, in your tuition. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty gnarly. Like, I wouldn't say it's, like, super expensive, 36 a month, but I don't know. How much do you pay for Equinox, Corey? We don't need to talk about that. This is, this is, you're the guest. We're going to talk about you. <laughs> I mean, you brought up the point. You're, you're the one who brought up the point about how expensive a gym is after graduation. Oh, I know. It's 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 just, I mean, it's... But for the amount, if you think about like the amount of time you spend there, it's like you might you might as well invest in something that's like pleasurable, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's similar to like I always think that the two big investments you shouldn't feel bad about making is a good couch and a good mattress, or at least a good pillow. Like I feel like people look at pillows like, oh, why would you spend ninety dollars on a purple pillow? But like, what else do you use for twelve hours or eight hours a day, every day, right? A toilet. Not You're on the toilet for eight <laughs> hours a day. I mean, considering how much coffee I drink, do you like? Yeah, that's the other thing. Your Snapchats are unreal. Okay, for those of you who don't get Eric's daily morning coffee Snapchats, he goes to Seven Eleven and gets a big gulp cup, and then just like proceeds to fill it with cold brew, black, which, black cold brew. Which I'm pretty sure it, isn't that stronger than just like regular coffee. Uh, yeah, from what I've read online, like the caffeine doesn't like get burnt in a sense, like boiled out. So it right. comes out in a so very pure form out of the bean into the, into like the water mixture. Oh, so yeah, good. it definitely, uh, definitely keeps you awake, you know? 
<laughs> has me pissing every like 20 minutes. Yeah, you're you're going to develop a dependence. At least, you know, at least it's caffeine. It's not something something worse. But, um, okay, so back. So I guess the one thing I really wanted to go through with you on is uh, you basically, how, how what, what are you down to now weight-wise? Uh, I'm at... 152, like 152, 153, give or take. And what, what were you at May 8th? Uh, May 8th, 200 pounds. That's, that's... 48. Yeah, that's, that's impressive. Like, Thanks, man. Appreciate good it. job. You know, people, a lot, every, I think, I think almost everybody struggles with their weight at some, at to some degree, whether it's, you know, trying to lose weight or actually put on muscle. Yeah, yeah. Um, or even just, just trying to figure out how to feel better. I think that's, you know, a mm-hmm. huge part of it. But, um, yeah, I guess, like, why don't we just start to walk... Th- like, could you just walk me through kind of, like, what it... like My process? Yeah, like, or just what it, what it was like. like what, but prior to this, your health kick, like, what, what, what was your relationship like with, like, weight? Weight? Like, yeah. Um, I've always known I was, like, the heavier guy. Every, like, throughout pretty much my entire life. Um, but that isn't to say that I was never active in a Yeah, because you like, played soccer in high school, right? Yeah, I played soccer in high school. Um, that High school is actually when I started, like, lifting weights um, to get better at soccer, like, more physically prepared to not get pushed off. Because uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm a very short person. So uh, it's, it's pretty easy to, like, push yeah. me around <laughs> on the field. Uh, so I had to build a strong foundation. And I guess fast forward to the date Corey said, May 8th, like around May 10th, actually. Uh, I was 200 pounds, so that was right after graduation, five days after graduation. And what were you those, like, when you, when you got to college, though, like, what were you at, like, when you first got there and we moved on, like, move-in day freshman year, like, what? I don't, I wouldn't really necessarily, I don't really know, but... I do know there was a point freshman year was that where I was actually like 220 pounds because I took a nutrition class freshman year and we had to get our, for an assignment, we had to go get our like body, our body, uh, like a DEXA scan where they measure your body fat percentage, your muscle mass, your water weight, yeah, yeah, and yeah, like yeah, your yeah, bone totally. density. And like it, it give you everything and it showed you your weight and your body fat percentage and all those other numbers. And it came out that I was 220 pounds and 31% body fat. So basically a third of me was uh, just excess fat. Right. So that was a pretty, that was a pretty like eye-opening revelation. I think, I think, yeah, people always, I, I think, I think no one really can, it's hard to conceptualize it without seeing the numbers in front of you. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like it's. Yeah if you've, if you've never had that scan done or whatever, um, it's, it's hard. Like you don't, you don't really know, like you have nothing to go off of basically. You just kind of are who you are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, sometimes it's like, I, I can definitely see how sometimes if you equate yourself to a number, it's, it's not actually healthy, but also it's like, it's tangible steps to improve. Also, I like to point out Eric eats grapes in halves. So he's been, he, he chews on a grape, eats half of it. And then finishes it. It's, a, it's the most bizarre way I've seen someone eat a grape. Like you, <laughs> they're just normal sized grapes. You can't just finish in one bite like a normal person. This this particular grape has a mark on it, by the way. So I'm like eating around the mark. Uh. 
Okay, sorry. <laughs> so, this grape's an exception. Okay. Like, how I eat grapes. Okay. <laughs> I, I usually eat them frozen. Anyway, so, sorry. Okay, so back, back, no, no, it's all good. back, back to freshman year. Okay, so, so you were you were at two twenty, and so then, um, yeah, basically, did you then think like I need I need to start cutting down or like what? Oh, definitely. Um, but that was like that's when I started cutting down, and I it wasn't it it was through like really weird methods still because like I'd be going to the gym, be on the stairmaster for like. 20, 30 minutes, do like a few body weight exercises and then leave. But right. So like, not like, like you're like, you're, you're, you're putting in like at least the effort, but it's not like the intensity maybe that you would actually need. Like doing something is better than doing nothing. So that was, so that was definitely, I I wouldn't say it shocked my body, but it definitely, uh, it was a change that my body was getting used to. So I definitely, I did see like some, some results, but the biggest part about whether you want to gain weight, lose weight, or even maintain like what you're, where you're at is essentially what you put in your body. Like it's your diet. Yeah. Your diet. Like the best way I could describe a diet to someone is you got to have balance in your life. Like Corey, Corey knows, uh, like three weeks ago we hung out and I was like super regimented on what I ate throughout the week. But three weeks ago, we went to Sprinkles Cupcakes. I got a, I got a cupcake. And before that, I had a pizza to my whole, like an entire pizza to myself. And like three beers beforehand. Like it's all about balance. Like you want to, you want to do something that you could keep doing. You can maintain. For, it, right? Yeah, that like, you can maintain. Not something that you'll only do for like a few weeks or like a month. And then just drop off when, when you've seen the results you want. Or, or don't see the results and then just quit. Like you want to. Right. You actually want to like persevere and keep going because at the end of the day, like everything's a process in life. Like, I don't know. Serena Williams didn't become the best tennis player after just like, she didn't quit after one shitty practice. She's probably actually had like thousands of terrible practices. Right. Or like Kobe missing the most shots of any Lakers player ever. Yeah. Right? Or, or like any NBA player ever, yeah. but he's still like up there regarded like as he's still a hall of famer. Yeah. He's, he's top a guaranteed three, hall of famer. top four best players ever. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's just going through the the hard times where where I guess like people grow the most. So so I guess going back to that consistency thing though, did you though in college think it was like did you find that like because I mean because because the reality is like you actually didn't shed the weight until we graduated. So was was it like a, a matter of the environment you were in in college or like I guess it's like how come this why did this I guess if you, if we were to go through like sophomore, then through senior year, like why, why was there the inability to have this change then? And now, like what, what what made it happen now? I guess is my question. I think it's, I've been more, I've done more research on how to, how to find that balance, like, uh, counting macros, like the, your grams of like protein, fats and carbs that you eat a day, like all those, like combine those. If you look at like the nutritional facts, like all those grams of those macronutrients add up to whatever the calorie count it says on top of the, right. okay, yeah. on top of the food label. So, uh, I wasn't doing that beforehand. Beforehand, I was just like going to the salad bar. Kind of like a hit or miss, like you get, said, does like, this work? Like, does this not yeah, work? Yeah, like eyeballing like, 
oh, like I'll take this much spinach, I'll take a little bit of uh, chicken and yeah, I'll grab that cookie maybe today or tomorrow. But it wasn't as regimented as like I'm doing it right now because like now I have like a food scale, I'm like a lot smarter in how I structure what I eat. And I don't like, I don't really beat myself up whenever I do like have those like splurge days, you know? Like a lot of people from from like what I hear people struggling to either gain or lose or maintain weight. It's like they have one bad meal and they just like put themselves down after it. But right. And it's it's like it's kind of it's, it's easier to ride a positive wave than, than yeah, a negative. Yeah, it's detrimental to your to your process to think of it that way. Like like just sh- like shut up, enjoy that cookie and then just like get back on it as soon as you can. Like don't don't uh, dwell on the negatives. Yeah, yeah. So I think also the same thing is true with, with like working out. Like it's, I think bad workouts are like pretty annoying to like. It's like you can have a, such a great week and then you have like a bad workout at the end of the week yeah. and then you feel like the week was like shot almost in mm-hmm. a way, you know. Um. So, how has um. I guess. What were the like the the what were the first like three steps you took in like the process? Yeah, like what <laughs> like what were you initially when you were like here are the here's the things I'm gonna do right off the bat. Uh, the first thing easily was uh, just cut out alcohol in general, like no beer, no liquor or anything. I wanted to do th- thirty days, I believe. Yeah, I wanted to do thirty days of straight no alcohol. And like, what was your relationship with with drinking before? Uh, this. Um, my relationship was a, it was a pretty, I'd say it was a pretty, uh, I don't want to say damaging, but it was a, for lack of a better word, it was kind of a damaging relationship. Like I did have kind of a dependency to a point where I'd go to a party or like a kickback with friends. And, uh, I felt like I needed the alcohol, not just to fit in, but just the environment just mm-hmm. being there, I mean, like part the party, the social too. scene, like I like needed, I felt like I needed to have that, just have the, uh, liquid courage, I guess. Right. But well, like it, the, I feel like the act of drinking is like, it's a, it's like, a very like social the, thing, but like the physical motion of it though, is like kind of relaxing where it's like, you, you're like, it's like, it's like, it's like smoking where it's like, you, you have like, 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 like one of the things they say for like anxiety is like, deep breaths right like it's yeah. breathe in and then breathe out and that's like a soothing sensation right like you're flooding your body with oxygen and you're it's just like rhythmic so same thing is it's, it's smoking is the same thing minus the oxygen where it's it's you know nicotine making you feel good and it's the deep breathing and that's like why it's partially addictive um i think that in a social setting like the drinking the idea of like you know, just like, it's, it's, it's like, it's like, I don't know. I feel like it's a kind of a relaxing oh, it's emotion relaxing and it's thing, just like, like going home after a long day at work and like, just soothes you a little bit Yeah, minus yeah. The, the alcohol. But okay, sorry. Back, back to what you're talking about. Um, anyways, you're saying it's, it's a little, it, it was kind of damaging. Um, yeah, it was definitely damaging. Like, uh, it was damaging to the point where not only it was like just me, uh, gaining weight and stuff because like the beer belly was uh, pretty strong back then um but it was also to the point where uh my friends and uh like 
very close friends of mine were telling me that like, dude, you should like cut down on, on like your drinking because of your actions that, that like you've done in the past. So, right. You know, every, everybody, everybody who's like, who's a drinker, like has had like those like dab, like dabbed out nights, you know? Yeah. And you just, like you everyone has, you those. say things you wouldn't normally say, you might yeah. do things you wouldn't normally do. It's, it happens, mm, you know? But like, but like in my case, uh, those cases were pretty frequent at a point. So it, it wasn't even, it wasn't even the matter of like, oh, he just had like a dabbed out night. It, it was to the point where people were regarding it as like, like oh, became that's like just, a that's running just joke, Eric. right? That's just Eric. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's, it's hard. I think, I think what people don't, granted, I'm not like some expert on, yeah. on addiction or anything, but I think what people, like, I think one of the things that people may not realize is that like the, the dependency of alcohol is, isn't just like the, I drink when I'm sad to feel happy. It's like, I have, like, I drink when I celebrate because I can't be happy without being like drunk. Right. Yeah. Like, I think that like, like it's, you know, after anything good that happens, like it's so easy to like get hammered, but that you get to a point where it's like any time, like, like, you know, you were just, you're drinking to celebrate any occasion because that's the only times you're having fun and like happy almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I feel like I saw that. I feel like I almost saw that. I saw that more in college than like sad, depressed people drinking. It's more of just like, Oh, it's like, I'm going to a party. So it's like, it's not going to be fun unless I drink. I, and it's not even like, you know, just, just having, just loosening up is like one level, but it's also, it's like, but it's people who think like, I need to be black, the sloppiest person at this, yeah. at this party to have a good time, which is where it gets, I feel like more unhealthy. Mm-hmm. I feel, um, okay. So then say, so you quit drinking. And so then what was the next thing you did? Yeah. Yeah. That, oh, that was, yeah. So the first step was quit drinking after 30 days and that slowly turned into, uh, not a whole completely new step, but also because that kind of like, goes back into your thing of like something you can maintain. Yeah. And there's just going to be instances where it's like, like if your boss says, let's grab a beer, like you don't want to be the guy now. It's like, Oh, I don't, I, I don't drink on the week. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, yeah, so it's yeah. like, it's like kind of then goes into your habits of like, how do you create a system that is sustainable, but healthy. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the next thing that went in was actually, it, it tied into like the no drinking tied into me actually seeing myself being able to run that extra minute, like on the treadmill or bike those extra like five minutes on the stationary bike. Cause like, what were you, what were you like? What was your typical like cardio routine before this? Uh, before, before this probably just like 10 minutes. Like, all right. So before this it was basically like a mile, like run a mile, it's like warm up basically. Uh, yeah. Run a mile, warm up, lift weights. And then, maybe bike like 10 minutes while scrolling like through my snapchats or like instagram right and then call it a day but eventually i found myself to the point where i wasn't even like getting tired in a sense you know like sure i'd be like a little out of breath but i'd be able to keep on going yeah yeah so that slowly turned into uh, me getting into this mentality where like your body is basically like an exotic car right like you don't want to put shit like really bad gasoline you don't put 71 a ferrari yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't you don't put like you put premium gas in a ferrari you don't put unleaded like yeah yeah i got 81 so so i started doing a little more research i was uh contacting a few of my friends who are actually like personal trainers at lmu and they they just gave me like a few uh like advice like like 
advice tips. And I slowly started integrating those. And I had a food scale at home, but the batteries like were shot. So I just bought new batteries, put them in. It's the first step. (laughs) And and I slowly like started weighing out my foods, like doing actual the serving size that says on the packaging on the food to the gram. And eventually I just started seeing like slowly but surely a bit of the weight was coming off. Like I remember when I went from in a week, I went from 200 to 197. And that was with like the still same cardio routine of like running a mile. So nothing and crazy. Then, just yeah, like, nothing crazy, like three pounds. Like, no, I mean, nothing crazy on cardio. Just oh, like, yeah, this yeah. is what your diet did. It's like you literally dropped three pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I know the f- that was probably just like water weight because when, whenever you like shock your body to the point where you're just revamping like how you eat and stuff, uh, your body has to go through some adjustment, like period. So from what I read online, like the first week or so, it's just going to be a water weight. But then the second week I saw, I went from 197 to like 193 ish. So like four pounds after that. So it's like just seeing the scale go down. Right. But then seeing my improvements in the gym, like being able to lift those extra, like 10 pounds on the so you're getting stronger. Yeah, I was getting time. I was getting stronger while like leaning down. But, but you still, but that's the thing. That's just funny because like you, I feel like you still lifted pretty. Like when I when I knew like not when I knew you, but like back when we were at LMU, like you still like you still worked out pretty hard. So I, I it's it's interesting because like most of the time I hear that you don't get stronger when you like are trying to lose weight. Like normally you because it's sometimes it's harder yeah, yeah. to lift more. But that, that's inter- that's that's interesting. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, no, no, no worries. It was definitely, it was definitely like just what I was putting into my body, like eating actually like good foods, like grilled chicken or, uh, what I, what I love to do is just like open a can of tuna, weigh it, weigh it out, like drain out the water, weigh it out and then just eat that. Uh, instead of like, like, have you ever heard of what, what like an NFL lineman eats or like a tight end eat sometimes like they'll eat like half a gallon of ice cream just to like get their calories in for the day. Oh, but man. I knew that like I couldn't do that because I'm what like five four <laughs> like right and they're also their calories for the day are like or they, much they need higher. like four thousand calories a day. When your full time job is to be a specimen, up, yeah, yeah, like you, you can you can afford these crazy diets. Yeah. So eventually, I like started seeing the the weight slowly shed off, and I knew right from the start that it wasn't going to be linear. Like if I lost four pounds one week, I knew I shouldn't expect, I should not expect to lose four pounds the next week. I'll probably, what was, the, what was the biggest drop you saw in a week? The biggest drop I saw in a week was probably, probably like four pounds. And when, and was there ever a week where like nothing really changed and you're kind of like, what the uh, fuck? Oh uh, yeah. Um, there was definitely that period where I had to experiment a little cause like I love rice and mm-hmm. It, I wanted to discredit the fact when people say that like carbs make you fat, like carbs don't make you fat. Like at the end of the day, carbs, like one gram of carbs is four calories and that's the exact same as protein. So when, um, when people say that like, oh, I'm trying to do low carb, like to like lose weight, like sure, go keto. Me personally, I, that does not work for me. Like I love my bread. I love yeah, my Yeah, it's, I can't feel full if I don't eat like carbs, which is sad, but yeah. Yeah, that's that's just me. Like, and like fruits are carbs too. Like bananas, like they're super high in carbs. Like mm-hmm. twenty, like twenty grams of carbs each banana. But 
when I stagnated, I did cut out like brown rice, but I substituted it for something like more filling. So I just like did more. I think I did just ate like way more spinach that week. Oh, okay. Or something like just mix it in with like my omelet or something. Uh, definitely drank more water. Water is filling <laughs> like the gallon a day. Like right. A hydro flask, uh, 32 Helps ounce. clear up your skin too. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. So, and so I guess, so, so basically what about, I guess, what was, was there anything that helped you with, with work? Not necessarily like these workout routines or doing cardio, but was there any, like, was there anything in particular with just the, the mentality going into workouts that you were able to change or was it, was it, you know, like, I guess, yeah, I guess, was there anything that, that I guess could be universal to all people as far as when you go to work out, like w- that helped you. I guess, like, you know, put in the time, you know, for lack of a better word. Yeah, there were definitely those days where I'd, I'd like, wake up and I'd still be sore from the previous day or the previous week. And it it was, it definitely helps having support systems. So, um, like, uh, Sean, like, Sean Ponikos. Like shout out, he Sean. Was, shout out, Sean. Um, he's the personal trainer I was talking about LMU. He was actually the one who was like, who like pumped me up for a lot of days. He's like, you got this man. Like, cause he, we'd see, we'd see each other at the gym a lot. Cause he'd, he'd be there training his own clients and he just, uh, he'd see me like walk into the gym, like getting ready and stuff. And yeah, um, just, just having supports and people like saying like, yeah, you got this or, or people like even, even just stating like, Hey, like, like you look a little better. Like, have you done anything new? Like, um, it, it's those kinds of things that like keep kept me going, even though I knew that I wasn't like feeling the best, like physically. Cause after you go to like a deficit, like currently right now, besides like my cheat days, I'm eating like 1600 calories a day, give or take like 100 in either direction. Mm-hmm. Like after a while that puts you like, like your body just feels so weak, like so drained to the point where it's like, I need that pre-workout. I need my coffee kick, you know, just like get amped up. Right. I mean, you're starving yourself essentially. Yeah. Essentially you are starving yourself, but it's like you're, you're feeding your, at least the way I think of it, I'm feeding my body like just enough in order to just what it needs. Basically. Yeah. Just what it needs. Like I don't need like those, like 1600, you're yeah. resting metabolic, like food level, or is that still a deficit for you? Oh, that's a deficit for me. Um, so I actually haven't had a body fat scan since that freshman year, but I do remember my resting, uh, calorie intake, what my body needs was 2,100 calories. So I just took out the 500, uh, there okay. just so like <clears throat> 500 times seven, like, like take away 500 calories a day times seven is 3,500 calories. That's one pound of body fat. So that mm-hmm. was my mentality to go into it of why. So if you can drop cut. a pound a week, you would. Yeah. That would help. Like I'd essentially like drop. And that's doing nothing. But like that's not, that's not even working. Yeah. Out. That's not even working out. That's just like, I'd drop a pound a week and then adding in your, your exercise well, routine would, uh, hopefully f- further your development or your progress. Yeah. Definitely. So I guess, so now, now that you're, I guess. I don't know what, what, what's the end goal here? Like end goal. So right now I'm at one, like I said, 152, 153. I like the way my body looks right now. I definitely, um, like that. I'm able to see a lot of definition. 
from like my chest, like, uh, my like top four abs are like kind of visible and definitely like my arms. Um, end goal, maybe I want to probably get like, I'm taking like five pounds at a time now. Cause I said the exact same thing when I was at 160. Like I said, I like the way I look, but I'll see where I'm at at 155. I went to 155. I said the same thing. I'll take it to when I'm 150. Right. And like I'm, I'm at 153. I love it now because, um, I actually just got a GPS watch and cause running on, running on the treadmill got so boring after a while. It's pretty dry. Yeah. <laughs> it got so boring. Like even changing up my music, like from like my EDM playlist to like my rap playlist, it just, it just didn't change the fact that I was just staring outside a window of running and like sweating my ass off there's uh, no wind for like half an hour yeah exactly so once i got this watch um i I was like able to take my cardio outdoors and have like an actual real sensation of running like running with the pavement you just track what you're elevations and like uh like inclines declines right so that that's definitely helped out a lot with like revamping uh my uh cardio sessions but i i do know i'm at the end of the tunnel in a sense of shedding the weight because I do want to get to a point of maintenance. So I'm going to up my calorie intake by, I don't know if I'm at 1600 right now, I'll probably go back to 2100 and keep that for a few months. See where, see where I stay. Hopefully I won't like fluctuate in either direction of weight in terms of in terms of like, hopefully I don't go. Just up, you just want to try to be healthy, yeah. basically. Yeah, I just want to be like healthy, and then maybe I'll I'll bulk. I'll like go into a bulk, so like adding even more calories. But um, right now, I really like where I'm at. Like I've have a mm-hmm. decent sense of confidence in myself right now. Yeah, so I was gonna uh, I was gonna get into that. So like, I guess how has your relationship with just like body image and and just self-esteem like how has it changed or maybe has it given you like you know I I think that you know I think it's it's anyone's goal to be healthy but do you feel like a different person now or do you feel like do you feel different or is it you know I guess like what's your like like do you have a different relationship with weight now like if you were to like if if you were to gain it back would you feel worse or like would you feel would you feel like any less or would you or is it kind of like you just are like who you are like I guess yeah what's your relationship with weight now as opposed to back then yeah yeah so my relationship right now with like my body image is it's it's pretty good it's really good actually because I remember like when I was in my heavier like way heavier phase like even going into a locker room I'd go into a bathroom stall and like change in there because I don't want anyone to see what I looked like, like outside. Mm-hmm. So I'd go into like the handicap stall, uh, change my clothes and then just kind of like head out into like the weight room. But like now, um, now when, like I said, like I have this watch, I'll like take my cardio outside. I'll like go shirtless. So like, like that's a, for me mentally, that's a huge step from, from not showing anybody like in a, in like what's supposed to be an open space, like you'll see dudes like hanging dong, like just walking around <laughs> in the locker room. Uh, to me, like showing basically everyone like what I look like when I'm just like running outside with my headphones on. Yeah, it's definitely a huge step, uh, body image wise. 
And if I were to gain the weight back, like close to 50 pounds, damn, that... Because you're the same, I mean, essentially be, you're the same person. Like, yeah, yeah, like I'm still me. Like, but like, yeah, that, that would be shitty in a sense where it's like, like all that work I put in and like all the, all like the discipline that I had would like essentially go to waste if I were to gain all that back. But wasn't there but, something kind of fun in the process of it though at the same time? Oh yeah. Like there was definitely a thrill of like going into going, going into the gym and like seeing, seeing myself like, <laughs> like kind of like flex on people, like outperforming them, like being able to like bench more than them or like squat more than them, even though they like, <laughs> in terms of like image, they look way more jack or like defined than I do. Right. Like their muscles are right. like popping out. But I, I wouldn't essentially, I would not want to go back to uh, where, like, gaining all that weight back. And I think in order for me not to do that, it's just by staying where I'm at right now where I have a balance in, in like, what I like to do or, like, what I like to eat. Because the stories that you hear about, like, people, like, losing, like, 80, 90 pounds and then gaining it back within a year, like, those people, like, yeah, they worked their asses off, like, in the gym, but they were also only eating, like, three salads a day and, like, not really enjoying themselves. So it was that moment. So, like, they had those moments where, like, the moment they got to binge where they just, like, let go, like, they essentially let themselves go and, like, have all that all, all that food that they cut out and just, like, deprive themselves of. It's kind of, it's kind of like, that mentality where it's, like, you know how when you tell... When you tell a kid, like, hey, don't touch that thing, like, don't touch that vase, like... You just want to touch it's, it. It's like that rebellious attitude, like, they want to touch it, right? So, so like, when it goes back to that whole balancing, like, I still eat pizza, like, I still, like, go to In-N-Out, go to, like, Chick-fil-A and stuff, but I save those, you know, like... And so, and so when you go, you don't have four chicken sandwiches, you, you have one. I'll have one, yeah. Or, or two on a bad day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, like, when I go to In-N-Out, like, I'll love my In-N-Out, but I'm kind of smarter about it where I'll, like, get the protein cell without the cheese, right? Like, because essentially, like, at least me personally, I just love the In-N-Out meat. I love, like, the salty The meat. mustard grilled yeah. burgers. Pretty good. My favorite yeah. burger, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty dank. But it's, like, it's it's more of, a, like, a treat yourself treat yourself thing, not a, not a, uh, not a like, just go ham thing, you know? Yeah, I, I I mean I definitely agree. It's it's a matter of I guess um, everything in moderation, but also moderations for cowards. So you know, <laughs> pick the things you moderate. Um, okay. Anyways, my laptop's about to run out of battery, but um, th- Eric, thank you for sharing your story. It was I felt like that. Was, I mean, it's, I think it's I think for me, it was I found it really insightful just to kind of. I've never gone through a process like that, so it's it was really interesting for me to hear. So thank you for sharing it. Yeah, thanks um, for having me. Yeah, no problem. Anyways, guys, uh, you can always find the Corey Show on Spotify, uh, I, Apple Podcasts, and uh, the Anchor app. Um, of course, you can financially support me on the Anchor app by sending me money. No one has yet, so um, if you do, that'd be cool. But you don't have to. I do this anyways. Um, Someone sent Corey $3. I bought him a tea today. Yeah, that would be uh, 
I can pay Eric back. That'd be, that'd be really helpful. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, as always, um, thank you so much for listening. Eric, do you have anything else to add? Uh, people, um, please pray for me. Like I got destroyed in fantasy football today and last week. I'm 0-2 right now. Yeah, so maybe if anyone has any uh, any fantasy football advice, send Eric uh, some help because he could use it. Yeah, I'm getting boned right now. <laughs> getting boned by uh, Peter Burquist who got a... Uh, Shout out Peter. He got trashed. You on, know, like, Peter, for, for as much as Peter gets mentioned on the show and he hasn't been on it yet, like, I think that <laughs> we just got to get him on here. So, uh, yeah, Peter, we'll have to have you on soon. Anyways, guys, um, yeah, I'll uh, see you guys next week. All right. Bye, guys.